We pick up at the top of Mem Dalad, uh, 44. Uh, we had been discussing a woman who has seemed to have two kutubot um, uh, written for her. One was uh, a later one, and one was an earlier one. One was uh, 200, one was uh, 300, etc. We said she couldn't collect uh, 500 because he never wrote uh, in that uh, the second document, it comes to add on, uh, you know, over and above what uh, you'd been collecting before. All right, so that 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 was that. All right, Amarav, Amamar, sorry, Mara says, Ibai Bahai Gavya, Ibai Bahai Gavya. Uh, so really what he said, Rav Huna had said, um, just previously, if she wants to, she can collect uh, the earlier one. If she wants to, she can collect uh, the later one. And uh, it says, Vilema Plige de Rav Nachman, maybe this argues with Rav Nachman's statement, of Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, uh, two normal documents. Now, we're not talking specifically about Kutubot over here, uh, talking about, for example, uh, transferring a field or something at different times. Uh, what we have, two documents that come about the same transaction, one after other, one is dated later than the other. Betel Shani, it's a The second one comes and nullifies uh, the first document. And so to here, uh, uh, we should say that the second one uh, should nullify the first one altogether, uh, but we don't seem to say that. Uh, Rav Huna had said, uh, depends which one she wants to collect. You can either collect the earlier one, where it's uh, less money, uh, but the husband would have more property. He seems to have been selling property in the interim, so he's got more property, so there's more chance, if his property has been sold, that she could go and collect it from the person to whom he sold it. Uh, and even though it's lower, she's got more chance uh, to 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 collect it it's more collectible as opposed to the second one where it's a higher amount uh, but the husband has sold uh, property previously and now he's got less property to to claim from and therefore it might be harder to collect even though it's more money okay that that is that but now uh, Rav Nachman said, but uh, surely uh, the one document cancels the other. Uh, the second one uh, is the later one, and that seems to be uh, the more authoritative one. Uh, and the Gemara said, no, love me, it's uh, Surely we have said about this. I'm Rav Papa, Amor Rav Nachman, Di Yosef Ba Dikla Lutosevet Kutuba, Hachanami Ha Yosef La Midi. So, really, what we said before, if you add it on uh, as much as a palm tree, in other words, the first document uh, is not, as, or the second document is not exactly replica of the first document it includes more things uh, if it includes more things uh, it means it was written as an addition so therefore it doesn't uh, add, the second document does not cancel out the first document it actually supplants uh, i mean it actually um uh, adds on uh, to the f- first uh, document. It kind of uh, increases it uh, and adds to it. So therefore, uh, so to here, uh, what we're assuming here in, in, in the in the case of the uh, uh, the, the second kutuba, uh, it should be you could look at it as if it had actually added on a certain amount to the kutuba. So actually, uh, that was what we had said yesterday. Uh, she could collect um, the 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 earlier amount, <coughs> the uh, the one hundred or two hundred, and and then a later amount of the extra 100 uh, to get to the 300. That was what we had mentioned yesterday. Anyway, going into what we uh, just mentioned, Gufa, Amrav Nachman, two documents that were uh, uh, produced one after the other. Uh, one is dated later than the other one. Uh, the, the second one uh, supplants the first one. Amrav uh, Papa, 
And if Papa said about that, Mordechai Rav Nachman, even Rav Nachman uh, would agree. Di Yosef Badikla Tosefet Kutuba Katave, not Kutuba Katave. He added on as addition. All right, if you add on even a palm tree, uh, you have added on as an addition. All right. Um, so Pshita, uh, should he uh, that it uh, and and we say about that Pshita Rishon Bemecha Shadi Mematana Lutrako Liafot Koho Hudekativla. Um, Mishum Dina Dbar Mitra. So uh, we say it's, it's obvious uh, to us if the first document was a sale and the second one was a gift, uh, the second document does not uh, supplant the first one. We have to look at both of them together. The reason is that even though it may not contain any more property, it might be for the exact same amount of property, but one was written as a, as a, as a gift as opposed to the other one was written as a sale. Uh, what we do, the reason that you wrote uh, the second one as a gift uh, was to uh, improve uh, the strength of uh, the person of the recipient uh, because of the halakha of bar mitzvah. So what's the bar mitzvah rule? Uh, the bar mitzvah is uh, a, a field on the border on, and, and really what we're talking about uh, in this instance is uh, if you have a person that's uh, selling a field, uh, what he has to do is offer his uh, his neighbor's uh, first right uh, to, to go along and, uh, and, and sell the field. Uh, I mean to buy the field from him and uh, the reason for that is because they've got uh, fields that are contiguous and it's much easier uh, for them to uh, to go and, uh, and and you know expand their fields it's much more convenient for them as opposed to uh, getting a third party to buy it uh, and in which case this person uh, the neighbor is not going to be uh, in any uh, better situation he's just going to be replaced uh, the, the He'll just replace his the the current uh, neighbour with with uh, with this. Uh, he'll be replaced with a with a buyer, uh, and that's it. So therefore, it's no benefit to him. However, if you do give him the field, he might expand, and it might uh, cause it would be very convenient uh, for him to expand into that field. So re- there really, uh, if if he wants to sell it, he has to sell it to the person. Uh, he has to offer it for sale uh, to the person next to him. However, if uh, he is uh, be giving it as a gift, uh, well then there's no. Um, need to do that. Uh, all right. So that that's actually learned out from a, a pasuk in Parshat Va'et Hanan. It says, "Ve'asita hatov ve'ashar." You should do what is good and right uh, in the eyes of Hashem. Okay. Uh, that is, uh, you should you know, kind of go beyond. Um, uh, your, you know, what what lifnim mishrata din as well, I suppose, uh, but just doing the right thing. All right, of course, can rishon matana v'shani mecher, and obviously the first document was a gift, and the second one was a sale. Uh, it says mishum dina debalchov who dekatav kain. The reason that you you did it that way because halacha of a creditor, uh, you did it that way because uh, you worried if a creditor would come and take the field away from from the the recipient, uh, then what you do is you a document of sale so uh, if, if need be uh, he could go along and collect on the basis of that so obviously those two uh, documents there is a chiddish as to why uh, I mean there's an explanation and a good reason as to why there'd be two separate documents ever however Rav Nachman meant uh, if both of them were the same uh, document and both of them were the same um, 
for the same uh, amount of, of things. Uh, there's no extra amount added in. Uh, therefore, uh, the, the second one nullifies the first. And we say that that is the real thing. So the Gemara asks, am I time or what is the reason uh, for that? Rafram uh, Amar, Rafram says, listen, Amar Odi Alay. Now maybe the, the, the basically the recipient uh, of the field admits the first document was no good. He admits it was forged. Okay, and that's why he wrote a second document. Uh, that that is the the first statement. Racha Amar Racha says no. No, maybe he says, listen, I know I've got a right uh, when I when I uh, sell this field um, that I'm able to come after you uh, for at, at an earlier point of time. He said, no, you know what? I'm actually going to uh, collect it. I'm, I'm going to only do, get it from a later point in time. All right, so that is uh, that's what. Um, you know, it's only really the the, the creditors, um, uh, the the I the buyer, sorry, the buyer uh, of the field only has a right on the property owned uh, from that second date because he, he was mochel uh, any other an earlier time. All right, that is the uh, two explanations of why uh, the the second document would override the, the first. Mahabana, what would be a practical difference between the two of them? We give three uh, different. Uh, answers. Uh, the first one is whether uh, it, it, uh, if you if you say uh, that this guy uh, admits that he's falsified a, uh, a document, uh, we say no. His his credibility is uh, is uh, is uh, put in doubt over here. According to Raphim, it says the first one uh, was was a, a forged document. The witness who signed on it, uh, we suspect him of uh, of of being complicit in this uh, ruse, as it were, and therefore. Uh, he's no longer allowed to uh, uh, sign documents for that guy, okay, for that guy, uh, because uh, he's admitted it. It doesn't impinge his credibility altogether because, uh, you know, it's just this guy. It's almost like a shavier, uh, to say about yourself, you don't believe this meat is kosher, uh, so then this uh, that meat uh, is not kosher to you. Uh, and the same thing over here. If you don't say, listen, I'm not, I don't trust this guy, uh, uh, this, this witness, then he becomes uh, forbidden to you. Uh, you're not allowed to use him for other uh, on other documents. Okay, that would be the first difference. Uh, obviously, that wouldn't apply uh, to Rav Acha. Uh, Rav Acha just talking about forgiving a lien. Okay, Lushma uh, Pare. Other other cases, uh, paying uh, the property. Uh, I mean, paying for the produce uh, of the of the fruit of the field uh, between those two dates. According to Rafram, uh, the ownership only took place uh, in the in the second document, and therefore uh, any fruit is eaten in the interim he has to be compensated for uh, as opposed to Rav Acha uh, <coughs> really uh, the document uh, was um uh, the, the real transfer took place. However, uh, the 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 shibud part of it, the 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 guarantee, the 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 lien part of it, only took place at a later stage. All right, and uh, and the last one, Latasca. Uh, the question is, the property tax uh, that you have to pay if the first document was invalid. Uh, it's a previous owner that has to pay all the taxes uh, in that time. All right. So now, Mahavi Allah, the 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 kutuba. You know what happens uh, in terms of uh, the kutuba over here. We'd had the discussion yesterday. We brought up the question uh, from whether it was a time of engagement. Uh, we said maybe the husband uh, goes ahead and commits himself even at the time of engagement. Maybe we say no, it's only at the time of the wedding. 
Uh, and, uh, and the Gemara says, so what, what, what do we say about the Kutubah? Tashma, Adam Rav Yehuda, Amashmu, Rav Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, Mishum Rav Eliezer, Mishum Rabbi Shimon, and in the name of Rav Elazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon, uh, it says, Manim Mina Erisin Vatosefet, Mina Nisuin. It says the original, uh, from the time of engagement, you get either the 100 if you are a non-virgin, 200 if you are a virgin, that's the basic sum, uh, that is from the time of the engagement, and, um, uh, the, the rest of the the money comes in, and and the lien as well comes in the, from the the extra amount comes in from the time of the actual marriage. Okay, that is. Um Rav Huda in the name of Shmuel, Rav Elazar, Rav Shimon. Chachamim Ramim. The Rabbis say no. Echadze vechadze mina nesuin. Vilchata echadze vechadze mina nesuin. That uh, the Rach is say the Rabbis no. Uh, it only really applies from the time of the marriage. Uh, that's uh, you know with the with the lien with both of the instances that only applies uh, from the time of the marriage. And we paskin uh, the Rach is uh, from the time of the marriage, uh, as we say, uh, like uh, the Rabbis. The the uh, that's what is <coughs> um, uh, the majority opinion. We follow the majority opinion uh, of of the rabbis. Okay, so now what happens is we move on uh, into a uh, into a, a new area which we are going to be dealing with uh, uh, for a uh, a little bit of you know just a, a few daf uh, really because then we're going to move on to more general uh, topics. As we said, the the whole uh, idea of uh, of it shifts uh, the whole uh, the whole. Um, uh, everything we'll be dealing with uh, shifts uh, a lot. So, so really, what we we now move on to uh, is the uh, a discussion about the Moti Shemra. So, really, what uh, the Pesukim are in uh, in in uh, all about uh, Moti Shemra, uh, they are as as follows. Uh, they are. So it's uh, chapter twenty-two. Um, uh, you know of this. Um, uh, of 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 Devarim, uh, and he says, listen, uh, a guy takes uh, it's from verse thirteen onwards, uh, and he says uh, uh, he brings an alila Devarim. He says uh, basically what he, he says, uh, uh, I um, had. Uh, I, I, married, I engaged this girl and, and now I found out she's not a virgin what what do I say uh, then uh, what 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 we say is that she's committed adultery uh, in in between uh, the time of um uh, engagement and and marriage, uh, and that's it. So he says. Therefore, uh, what we're talking about uh, here is really specifically we there, there are three different things. Um, he he takes a, a woman and uh, and uh, they. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it has to be a nara. Uh, she has to be a virgin, and she was morasa. Okay, she 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 has to be all of those things, and uh, and then they go along and they have a court case and and they prove who's right. And it says van shur to maya kesef, and if if the guy has been found to be moti shamra on the girl, uh, it says he, they, they give him a, a fine of a hundred uh, shekels. Kevin atuna via nara kioti. Shamra el el Batula Yisrael ki velo tielisha ki lo yachol l'shocha koyemav. Really, they they find him a hundred shekels, give it to the girl's father because uh, he has done he, he done this moti shamra, uh, given a bad name to this girl, this virgin in the Jewish people. So yeah, we see the nara and then the Batula, uh, etc. And and therefore, it's she has to stay his wife. He can never divorce her. And it says, however, uh, what happens if uh, the, he was found uh, to be correct? Uh, it says uh, she wasn't found to be a nara 
I mean, the, the Nara was not a, a found to be a betula. She wasn't found to be a virgin. Uh, verse 21 says, elanara, a petach uh, They take this um, a daughter to the entrance of her father's house. And they stone her with stones and she dies. Kiasta, Navalavi Israel is not by Avia, Biata, Haramikibecha. Right, and because she did a terrible thing in Israel, uh, she she um, slept while under the uh, the father's uh, jurisdiction okay and you should remove evil from your midst okay that is uh, those are the psukim that uh, we are going to be dealing with and all of them are going to be uh, you know needed uh, <coughs> for the following uh, to, to understand properly the following discussion all right uh, so now uh, we start off the mission says uh, uh, the Gioret, a woman who's converted uh, she she um, even though she Bita Vizinta. This woman, this, whose daughter comes and converts with her, uh, it would be very strange if a um, a young girl. We don't proselytize, and so we don't uh, bring these girls in front of us to convert. So that's why uh, we mentioned that her, 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 the, the, this convert converts, and her daughter converted with her. And then when the daughter grows up, uh, the daughter uh, Vizinta, uh, she uh, committed this. Uh, uh, this extramarital uh, behavior uh, while she was engaged. Harazi uh, Bechenek, she does not get stoned, uh, which is the, the, the punishment that is described, as we've just said. Uh, in this case, she gets strangled, uh, which is the standard uh, punishment for uh, um, adultery. Okay, uh, it's only this uh, Nara Batula. Uh, that uh, is that we that would get uh, stoned. It's a specific uh, case uh, related to that um, um, idea. Okay, v'einla lo petach beitav lo measela. And uh, and if this woman, uh, because she's not Jewish, okay, uh, so therefore she only she gets strangled. So she still gets killed uh, for behaving like this. However, she does not get uh, strangled. I mean, she gets strangled, she doesn't get stoned. Uh, and, and also we say, and also we don't have to bring her to her father's house. If it was she was a Jewish woman, as we saw, uh, it says you have to bring her to the entrance of her father's house. And also, uh, if it's proved that, uh, that that's proved, is she correct? Uh, on the flip side, uh, if she's proved, if the husband was defaming her, uh, she also would not get, she wouldn't get the 100 shekels as well. The reason is because in this case, uh, the, the Pesukim have mentioned uh, Yisrael, do this in Israel, etc., which means Allah only applies to those as born as Jews. What happens if the mother uh, converted? I mean, yeah, so what happens is the mother, um, uh, the, the woman was, uh, the girl was conceived uh, while the mother wasn't Jewish. Uh, then, um, uh, while she was still non Jewish, uh, but it, when she was born, uh, she was Jewish. Uh, it says, um, uh, in that instance, uh, the, uh, 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 the birth took place when her mother was uh, Jewish. Uh, then she does uh, get uh, stoned. Okay, uh, and, and so it's kind of an intermediate thing because on the one hand she does get stoned as a normal uh, Jewish woman would. But however, she doesn't have the lacha of being um, executed at her father's house, and also uh, if she's proved correct. Uh, she does not get 100 uh, seller. We'll see. Uh, the reason for this is uh, is is uh, because they might. Uh, the, the one of the the reasons for this is because uh, convert is not related uh, to their their their, their parents uh, in this instance. Okay. 
if her conception and birth were all while her mother was in Kedusha, I she was a fully fledged Jew. Then after she converts to she's like a regular Jewish woman in all respects. What happens in other situations? What happens if she has a father, but there's no petach beitav? The father doesn't own a house of his own, and he's just you know he's staying somewhere or something. Oh, well, she's got a father's house, uh, but she no longer has a father. He's he's died. Um, uh, then she does get stoned as well. Uh, the only reason we bring it to the entrance of the father's house, uh, that was only uh, for a mitzvah, but not uh, absolutely indispensable. Okay, the Gemara picks up. Where do we know uh, such a, a thing? As we mentioned, it has to be Nara uh, Betula etc and uh, it's only that she was born Jewish etc Amrash Lakish Rosh Lakish says Damakra Umaita it says that she should stone uh, the, the, the verse 21 uh, it says we should stone her with stones that she should die obviously if you stone with stones uh, you should die uh, and, and therefore Umaita so that word is used Lerabot Horat Shalobikadusha that comes to include uh, stoning uh, for someone even though uh, she was not conceived in holiness, she was born in holiness. Uh, and the Gemara says, which considered uh, in that respect, uh, fully, you know, she was born Jewish. Iachi, um, Milka nami nilke. So uh, you know, in in that case, so why don't we go uh, the the, the uh, and and include the comparison? Uh, the husband should get lashed, uh, which we didn't uh, discuss. But he also has to get lashed. Umaya seller. He also has to pay the money. So gets lashed and pays the money. Nami l'shalem. So why doesn't he have to pay the money and get lashed as well if, if she was born Jewish? Amakra. Uh, the pasuk says umaita lemita nitrapta. It only means she was included with the death penalty uh, but not anything else uh, uh, in other words with regard to the fine for law and the knas and that's it and therefore the death penalty we include her uh, but not for the knas why don't we say so why don't we say uh, the, the girl only whose uh, conception and birth were both uh, when her mother was Jewish in other words the mother converted and then only afterwards uh, got pregnant and then had this baby uh, so she's a fully fledged Jewess and then Gemara answers that hey Yisrael Maliatahi the that girl is fully fledged uh, Jewish woman, and therefore you wouldn't need any psukim uh, uh, to, to, to differentiate uh, between her and a fully fledged Jewess. Uh, she's fully fledged, so therefore uh, the normal case applies to her. So the Gemara says, okay, well, uh, you've proved uh, that why a fully fledged Jewess can't. Well, let's go to the other extreme. Why don't we say that uh, even though she wasn't conceived nor given birth uh, in, in holiness, in other words, mother wasn't Jewish when she converted later surely you are fully fledged Jew then so therefore that, that phrase in Israel because uh, it says uh, what does it come and teach us so therefore the, the, that phrase is used for the following uh, the, the, the idea is that um, uh, that it kind of includes this intermediate uh, phase so uh, uh, 
converted <clears throat> the woman converts and then gets pregnant then gets um, uh, has gives birth uh, so then she's a fully fledged Jewess on the other hand uh, the opposite if she's uh, c- conceived and given birth uh, to before the conversion uh, then she's like uh, she, none of the laws apply. So it's kind of only in the intermediate case uh, that the law applies, uh, that it's a kind of a half application uh, when when she's conceived, uh, not uh, uh, when the mother is not Jewish, but born when the mother is Jewish. Uh, so then she does get stoned, but she doesn't get, on the flip side, she does not get the, uh, the money. Okay, uh, if the husband is proved incorrect. All right. I'm Rav Yosi Bachanina. Rav Yosi Bachanina says, "Hamotzi Shemra Yotoma." If you uh, defame this uh, girl without a father, this orphan girl, uh, you're a patur uh, over there because Shnemav and Atate Levi Anara. You have to give uh, the money to the father of the Nara. Prat Lazu Shain Loav. That so. You have to give it to the father of the Nara. In this case, uh, this this woman is exempt uh, because she has no father. Uh, that's Rabbi Yossi Bachanina. Mati Rabbi Yossi Ba'avin. Rabbi Yossi Ba'avin argues against that. Vitema Rabbi Yossi Ba'avin. It could have been Rabbi Yossi Ba'avin as well. Ima'ain, Ima'ain, Avia. It says, uh, if her father refuses to give her to him, he has to pay money. This is uh, talking about the seducer uh, back in Parshat uh, Mishpatim. It says, if the father totally he refuses, uh, but he uses a double expression, um, uh, then he has to pay the money. Uh, it comes to include uh, an orphan uh, for the fine. In other words, if she doesn't have a father and she doesn't want to marry the woman, the man that seduced her, he has to pay her uh, the fine. Uh, so, so here, in this instance, uh, we see that Rabbi Yossi says, no, just because there's no father uh, doesn't mean you uproot the whole um, uh, the whole a payment of any sort. So, so too over here, uh, surely over there, uh, the payment uh, should be paid uh, to to her. Maybe you know if he if he goes and accuses her <coughs> of not being a virgin, uh, and it says who motivla la. No, he raised Rav Yosef Avin raised the objection and he resolved it. It says Oh, Rav Yosef Lili is talking about uh, the person who had relations with her, and then only afterwards uh, she gets uh, uh, orphaned as well. Uh, So therefore, that is why uh, in, in that situation, he has to pay her. Um, the, uh, he was already liable uh, to the father, uh, and that's it. All right. So uh, uh, that is um, uh, th- that is that. She had a father at the time, so the father was around uh, for this uh, seduction of his daughter. That's why he has to pay him. All right. Uh, Rava Amar. Uh, I have a Rava says opposite. Uh, it says Chayav. Uh, no, if you uh, if you do Moti Shemra against an orphan, you would have to pay the fine. Mimai. How does he know that? Uh, it says Midatani Ami, because Ami taught the following. It says Butula Israel. You defamed this Butula Israel, And it says Velo Butula Gerim. That just comes to exclude a non-Jewess to do that and or convert in this instance uh, but uh, but to um uh, a, a Jewish woman, he would. How so? If you say, uh, we've got no father, in terms of a woman who's born as a Jew, uh, he has to pay. Uh, that's why, uh, that's why you would have to come and use the Pasuk to exclude a convert. Uh, because uh, the reason is because every convert is considered a newborn uh, child. Uh, you know, katan, um, it, it, it says, uh, uh, 
katan and noladami. It's like considered to be a newborn baby, and therefore uh, every convert is actually considered to be an orphan uh, because the the family connection that uh, with, with their parents is uh, is is no longer there, and therefore. Uh, that's why you would have to exclude Garim. governor. If you would say in the case with a with a woman uh, that was born as a as a Jew, uh, Jewess, okay, uh, that that uh, the guy would be exempt. Um, and it says, Gavni Patur, of course, you no longer has a father. Hashta, Bishra, Patur, Begari, Mibai. So, you know, what is the point of uh, of bringing this whole discussion uh, about obviously that uh, that a convert uh, wouldn't be entitled to the to, to the fine? That would be obvious, okay? Even in this case, where you don't have a father uh, and a fully born Jewess, uh, you'd be exempt. How much more so with a Gairim who don't halachically have a father? So, how much more so? So, then, therefore, uh, the fact that we, we do derive uh, that be Israel uh, means that only converts. So therefore, uh, even if you don't have a father uh, and you are fully fledged Jewess, uh, then you still have to pay the fine. Rash uh, Lakish, I'm Rash Lakish. Now we get Rash Lakish's opinion. Uh, it says, "Moti uh, Patur." Rash Lakish. So, so we finished with the um, with the um, uh, this uh, with the woman doesn't have a father. <coughs> uh, we see that. Uh, um, you know, there the, is that machloket. But now we move on. Reish Lakish says, "I'm a Reish Lakish. I'm Moti Shemra Alakatana. If you uh, um, defame a young girl, this katana uh, 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 under twelve, uh, you are exempt. All right. Shnima Venatata Venatnu Lavi Hanara. It's uh, you, you, and he should give uh, the the fine to the father of the Nara." Okay, and Nara in this instance is uh, is written uh, full uh, with uh, with a hay at the end. Okay, in other places in the Torah it's written without a hay at the end, which means Nara Malay Dibarakatov. It means she's a fully fledged Nara. Uh, okay, uh, it, it, she's she's fully fledged as opposed to a, a young girl under twelve who hasn't uh, reached the stage of Narat. Matkifla Rav Acha Ba Rav argues with that. It says Tamatikbe Hanara. Uh, so that's are you learning out only if it says Hanara what happens if it never said that uh, would you say uh, even a mana would be included uh, it says uh, what would you do with the following Pasuk uh, it says if, if it was true and, and you bring out this young woman you should take her to the entrance of the father's house and, and she should be stoned uh, for, for that okay uh, uh, for this thing so it says katana lavat onshini so if you you know the why would she get killed because she's a nara uh, because in other words she's an adult uh, yeah at least over 12 and therefore if it was a katana uh, you wouldn't need the whole passive because a katana uh, does not get killed so therefore it uh, proves it's correct so therefore ella uh, can nara when you're talking about a nara with a hey, it means uh, teaches us this law. Hi, koma kom shema nara. Nara just with uh, looks like a nar, uh, but it, it's 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 spelt uh, that same way. Afilukatana b'mashma. Really, what it means every time it says nara, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean nara because uh, it could also mean a katana. Uh, however, in this place where it's written full with the extra hey at the end, it really means a nara uh, and not a katana. All right, and uh, and that is. Uh, that's it. It's a good place to stop. Uh, so we will. Everyone should have a great time.